Hello and welcome. This is Amanda, the founder of Astrology Hub, and you're listening to Frank Answers with award-winning astrologer and author of Getting to the Heart of Your Chart, Frank Clifford. In this weekly show, Frank answers your most pressing questions about timing, so-called negative chart placements or transits, your relationships, and more. If you have a question you'd like considered for the show, please go to astrologyhub.com slash frankanswers and submit it today. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy Frank's empowering and validating astrological insights and guidance. Hi everyone, this is Frank Clifford and welcome to another Frank Answers hosted by Astrology Hub. Now I have a question from Sheila who says her mother has passed and all she ever told me that um, I was born in the early hours of the morning. How can I find my exact time? And Sheila was born in England and um, a lot of countries now have birth certificates um, with birth times on them. Um, but in England to have that, you either have to go across the border to Scotland or you have to be born a twin because of the laws of succession. Uh, but to this day, we don't have birth times registered. Um, those of you who are um, younger, probably between 20 and 30, might be able to write to the hospital and get your birth time directly from the hospital if it is still open. And they tend to throw away birth records about in, um, every sort of 21 years, really, um, after 21 years. Uh, but sometimes they just keep them indefinitely. I found my birth records, I think, around the age of 29, 30, uh, which um, gave me a slightly different time of birth from the one my mom had always given me. So in England, it's not easy, but you can look for diaries, Bibles, a hospital wrist bracelets that may have details on there. There are lots of ways that you could investigate. Um, anyway, it sounds like Sheila only, only knows that she was born in the early hours of the morning. And that doesn't mean it's right, though, unfortunately. Um, when uh, even with only children, mums are too busy doing other things to think about my child may be interested in astrology in a few years. Um, so it's not always easy uh, and it's not always accurate, um, but that's what we've got to go on. So let's share the chart that I've drawn up for Sheila. Here we go. And I've set it for midnight. Now, the thing about midnight is that people tend to remember midnight. So you tend to get more accurate recollections. Oh, you were born just after midnight or just before, or we thought you were going to be an April Fool's, but you ended up being born on the 31st or, or the 2nd of April, for instance. So often there are stories attached to that. Um, so I tend to think early hours in the morning tend to be about one o'clock to about five or six a.m., so about four or five hours. Again, very much depends on what people think of early morning. For me, I'm a late, I'm, I work at night, I'm a late riser. Early morning for me is probably about 10 a.m., uh, but I know for most people it isn't. So when somebody says uh, breakfast time, do they eat breakfast at 7, 8.39? It's always worth finding out more if you can. But back to Sheila's situation. Well, the one thing that we know about what we call rectification when we're trying to fine tune the birth time or corroborate it or look for the right time that fits the person's life. That's really what rectification is about. What we do know is that um, in, if we have a window of time like we have with Sheila, the early hours of the morning, not much is going to change in terms of planets. 
Um, the moon is the fastest moving planet, so it's the one that is most likely to change. And there's a 40% chance of it changing because it spends two and a half days in a, in a sign. We can see that with Sheila, the moon's in Aries. It's going to be there for another 20 hours, so pretty much the rest of the day. So we don't have to worry about um, a change of moon sign. Generally speaking, what we're looking at with um, an unknown birth time is trying to get the four angles, most famously the rising sign, the ascendant, as well as the descendant, the opposite mark, and the midheaven and the IC. So we're looking for the four angles, and we can see them here. That's the ascendant at, at midnight is 15 Scorpio. The midheaven is 2 Virgo. The IC is to Pisces, directly opposite the midheaven, and the descendant is always directly opposite, exact degree and minute of the ascendant. So what we can do is we can move the chart forward the next five or six hours and see, particularly with the ascendant, how that changes. So let's do that for a moment. And we can see that if Sheila were born at one o'clock in the morning, she'd have Scorpio rising, by the time we get to two o'clock, Sagittarius is rising, and then Sagittarius will be rising pretty much up until just before 4 a.m. And then if we continue to about 6 a.m. or 5.30 a.m., we have Capricorn rising, okay? So in those first five, six hours of the day, we've really just got a choice of three ascendants, Scorpio, Sagittarius, and Capricorn. Now, if you're born at a different time of year and with a different window of time, if the window of time say two hours, it might just be one ascendant and you're pretty safe knowing that you've got a particular ascendant and not, not worry about anything else. But when you've got a win window of time or you're dealing with faster moving ascendants, which in the Northern hemisphere are um, particularly Pisces, Aries and Taurus, the chart in a few hours can go through a number of ascendants. So the key really with this, and I teach this, I've written about it, I can supply more information to you all about rectifying the chart. But the key really is to just begin, if the moon doesn't change, the key is to begin with the ascendant to read up on the different ascendant signs. Remember your ascendant is how you approach the world. Um, how people see you, how they interact with you. It's your meet and greet personality. So Sheila should ask herself if she's born very early morning and we'll work out the exact minutes. And I put said it for London. Sheila says she was born in England. It's not going to make much difference if she's born north of England, south of England. But let's just move this forward. Oh, no, we can't do that here. Let's, um, yes, let's move that forward here and we'll move it forward 10 minutes so we're not here forever. There we go. So if she's born pretty much up to about 1.20 in the morning, Scorpio is rising, okay? After that, we have Sagittarius rising for the next few hours. And so with Scorpio rising, there's going to be a level of intensity about how you meet the world. There's um, usually Scorpio has very strong, uh, dark features, penetrating eyes. There's a whole look to each of the ascendants. Not always. We tend to look like our parents more, um, but often the ascendant comes out in how we dress up, how we appear to people physically and characteristically as well. So it's very much the personality of the chart, um, of the person, the ascendant. So um, Scorpio will have a particular 
as I say, intensity, all or nothing quality about it. Sagittarius would be lighter, a little bit more um, gypsy-ish, hippie-ish sometimes in terms of being the eternal um, teacher, student, traveler, always wanting to explore, um, whether it's travel literally or travel in the mind. So Sagittarius rises for quite some time, from about 1.25 in the morning, this time of year in this place to about 10 to four in the morning. So it's most likely in the early hours in the morning that you're born with Sagittarius rising, if that's the case, because it's pretty much from 1.20 to 3.50. It's about two and a half hours of time. If you feel though that doesn't click with you and there's more of a serious demeanor, maybe carrying particular um, burdens on your shoulders with that Capricorn ascendant, uh, maybe a little bit less fiery and enthusiastic in a Sagittarian way and more perhaps self-controlled, self-contained, then possibly Capricorn is on the ascendant. The difficulty with determining the ascendant yourself is that we feel like we're all sorts of many different characteristics. So there's part of you, of course, with the sun in Pisces, and there's a part of you that, that has the moon in Aries. Already we have two very different water and fire energies. So it can be difficult, but it's great if you find online or you have a book on astrology already um, that talks about the ascendance, have a read of the descriptions of how you come across to people. Give it to a few friends, family, and see what they have to say about it. Uh, they, we tend to be, um, I guess, less objective sometimes, or we feel like we could be a number of different things. So around 10 to 4, 5 to 4, all the way now, um, pretty much to about 540, 20 to 6 in the morning, Capricorn is on the ascendant. So this is what I would do. It's some, um, those of you who have access to an astrology program, you can download a lot of free apps. What you want is one that can move the chart like I'm doing every five minutes, every 10 minutes, and just start to see what the chart may look like during different times of the day. And that's the key. So if you've got a window of time like Sheila, uh, where you've been given sort of early hours, um, have a look. Start off with see whether the moon is moving during that time. And if it does, the whole emotional realm of your life may be very different between signs. You know, are you a moon in Aries or maybe you're a moon in Taurus? That's going to be very, very different basic instinctual needs. That's what the moon covers in the chart. But if that doesn't move and there's a with just a few hours of a window of time like Sheila perhaps, or up to five hours, it doesn't move, then we're going to always be looking at the ascendant for starters. The midheaven is very useful as well. I can talk more about that another time, but the midheaven is how you're seen in the world and what you admire. So if we go back, um, the midheaven starts in Virgo, which can be the intellectual or the one that's always studying and they, that overlaps with both Scorpio and Sagittarius on the Ascendant. Um, and then it goes into Libra, which made me be more about um, a focus on keeping the peace, being a bridge builder at work, or being known as somebody who um, helps other parties come to a, a resolution of some kind. And the Midheaven is in Libra pretty much most of the time that the Ascendant is in Sagittarius, it does pop into Scorpio. And if you've got a Scorpio midheaven, people may see you as rather um, 
dark intense, always interested in investigating the mysteries of life, etc. But I would say focus on the ascendant. In your window of time, it's either Scorpio or really the chunk of time it tends to be Sagittarius. So read up on Sagittarius, Sheila, see if it speaks to you. If it doesn't, I mean, and you've got to read a few places because there's a lot of junk online that's been written about the signs. You've got to find somebody that speaks to you or, or go to Astrology Hub and have a listen to what some of the, uh, the regular speakers say about the different signs. Um, or type in and ask your colleagues what they think about different, different signs. It looks like it's most likely to be Sagittarius for the time during that morning, but it could be late Scorpio or early Capricorn. So I hope that helps as a um, beginner's guide. There's a lot more to it, of course. And once you've decided on the ascendant and it seems to reflect things well, you then test it with transits and solar art directions. And, and then you really narrow down or fine tune the degree of that. Uh, and that, that's a, a big job. But in the time being, I hope that's given you some idea. Have a read up of those three different ascendants, see what speaks to you. And as always, please come back to me if you like and um, share some uh, thoughts, ideas and discoveries. Okay, all right, have a great one. Take care of yourself, Sheila and everybody else. Hi, I'm Rick Levine, and I'm so excited to be offering you the chance to study with me during our live chart reading practice month here at Astrology Hub. This course consists of four live sessions, each two hours long, where I'm going to be looking at a handful of students' charts live and demonstrating how to read a birth chart while actually receiving feedback from the designated clients in real time. This is astrology in action. This is where the rubber meets the road and you'll be right there with me as I navigate the unique dynamics of these individuals' charts. The sessions will be streaming live every Thursday afternoon in August at 5 p.m. Pacific, that's 8 p.m. Eastern time. And you can enroll now at astrologyhub.com slash charts. Oh, and by the way, you'll have the opportunity to submit your chart data for consideration to be one of those that will be read live during the sessions. Again, that's astrologyhub.com slash charts. I hope to see you there.